I have been thinking over the past few days about love, sleep, and meditation and how they're similar. This idea came to me a few days ago, maybe five days ago. I was listening to an audiobook by Adya Shanti, who is a spiritual teacher, and he talked about how he talks a lot about enlightenment. And he gave the example of how enlightenment is similar to sleep. And if you want to hear more about his thoughts on that, you can look him up on YouTube or audiobooks, Adyashanti. But the idea that I had was that meditation is similar to sleep. I thought about when we sit in meditation, no, I'll start with sleep. When we sit, when we try to sleep at night, think about if you've ever had a, a night when you've tried to sleep, but you couldn't. You're just sitting in bed, restless, rolling around, maybe thinking a lot. I think we all know these nights in some capacity. And the thought came to mind that the harder that we try to sleep, the more of an obstacle it becomes to sleep, to sleeping. If we sit in bed and just think about how we're not sleeping and how we want to get to sleep, usually that just gets our body more activated and then it's harder for us to sleep. Similarly, if we think of love, have you ever heard the phrase, you know, you find love when you're, when you're least looking for it. Or if any of you have ever experienced this, either a healthy relationship or friendship that came when you were not trying to find it. And how sometimes if we are trying to find a relationship, that could be an obstacle to us finding a relationship. We're if we're trying very hard, it can become forced. And then that forced nature of our experience can get in the way of us finding true relationships. So, I think of meditation similarly, in that if we stop to meditate and we sit down and we're trying to meditate, we're trying to get somewhere, trying to get to a meditative state, trying to do meditation correctly, that can become very quickly an obstacle to the meditation itself. So in the examples of sleep and finding a relationship, maybe the most helpful thing when trying to fall asleep is to just rest to not try to fall asleep, is to just lay there and rest, whether or not you fall asleep. Going into it with the idea of, okay, whether or not I'm able to fall asleep here, I'm just going to rest, just going to close my eyes and be here and rest. Similarly with a relationship, it's... Uh, what I found to be most helpful is whether or not I, I am able to make friends or find a, um, a partner in, a, in this new environment, 
you know, as I've transitioned to different environments over my life, whether or not I'm able to create a meaningful relationship, what has been the most helpful is to just be myself. Because if I'm not being myself, then there's a contrived nature and there's a, a distance between me and what's true for me. And that can cause anxiety or just dis-ease, discomfort. It's similar in meditation. So if we're trying to get somewhere, trying to be other than we are, then it can cause discomfort. For example, if we're sitting in meditation and we believe that meditation is supposed to make us feel relaxed, and we don't feel relaxed, and then we try to feel relaxed, or try to feel calm, that is other than what is real, potentially. Maybe your experience is that you're not relaxed. I think the purest way to meditate is to be with whatever is actually here. So in sleeping, just resting. In relationships, just being yourself, whatever that means. And in meditation, it's just being here with whatever is here. Not trying to be or do anything different or other. What does that look like in the application of meditation practice? Uh, if you've listened to the podcast before, I've often referenced that there's nowhere to go in meditation. There's nothing to do. Ramdas wrote a book called Be Here Now. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of detail in the book about the practice, spiritual meditative practice, but really it can all be boiled down to those three essential words. Be here now. And you can ask yourself these questions. What's what does it mean for me to be? What does it mean for me to be here? What does it mean for me to be here now? What does it mean for me to be here now? John Kabat-Zinn wrote a book called Wherever You Go, There You Are. I think that's another way of saying be here now. Meditation and mindfulness practice in its essence, is being here now with whatever is here. It's not sitting down so that we can get to a different place, so that I can be relaxed if I'm not relaxed. It's just being here now. I often say in my guided meditations, rest just resting in awareness. So similar to sleep when I said the, the, the way to... Sleep is potentially just going in with the intention of just resting. The difference with meditation is you're, we're resting in awareness. So we're not falling asleep in meditation. We are, as John Kabat-Zinn would say, falling awake. So there's that balance of rest and awareness. I've, I've also guided meditations on my podcast, and you can go back and listen to them, that the, the title of the meditation is Resting in Awareness. That's really the, the balance and the essence of it for me. 
be here now, resting in awareness. It's not any more complicated than that. It can be, and believe me, I know, I have made it more complicated than that in the past. I've read many books about it, studied many different traditions, practiced in many different ways, but all of that to come to a conclusion that it's just being here. <laughs> it's actually funny for me. <laughs> I don't know if it's funny for you, but be just being here. Wherever you are. So for me, being here at my kitchen table, recording this podcast, drinking tea, being here with it, that could be meditation. And when we practice this over and over and over, just being here, it starts to happen more organically. So when I'm meditating more and I'm practicing being here now, I find myself being here now more organically in my life. Yesterday I woke up and meditated, practiced being here. And then throughout the day as I was meeting with my clients in psychotherapy, I am able to more organically be here now in, during those sessions. And it makes for a fuller experience. So everything becomes meditative. Everything becomes the practice. So love, sleep, and meditation. All right. That's all. Uh, just a, a note, if you have questions, you can email them to me, james at themindfulplace.net. I'd be happy to answer them on the podcast. And it is helpful if you are listening on iTunes to rate the podcast as well. Okay, take care.